Hello, everyone. My name's Hank Suttala. And I'm Casey McBride. And we have special guest Angie with us. And this is another episode of Stir Crazy Shamans. wrong button that was not the intro that i wanted but i guess that's because of the energy angie brings to it she has that little lively springly energy usually it's it looked nice. good it looked good <laughs> uh, it's just like the music it's like well for the morning maybe that's what people need to wake up and join us so welcome everyone to another fun episode of stir crazy shamans we have one of my dear friends uh angie on with us she is a registered medium in lilydale new york and i'll let casey ask some questions because i know her already and uh for i from our last guest where i was someone i knew Casey asks better questions when it's someone that he doesn't know. And oh, I do. okay. <laughs> so that's, that's, okay. Because Sounds he doesn't good. know anything about you yet. So like there's okay. some things that aren't, aren't apparent to me that would be interesting to ask. Um, he does ask and I overlook. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds so good. Casey, Sounds where do you good. want to start with our awesome conversation? Yeah. Well, first I of all, I just wanted to say it's wonderful to meet you. And um, yeah, you too. You too. Thank you. And um, yeah, so this uh, mediumship is something that's um, uh, very close to my heart. And um I uh, actually recently started a business doing uh, like mediumship, uh, like spirit guide readings. Um, so what I'm curious about is, um, well, you said you're a registered medium. What, what exactly does it mean to be a registered medium at Lilytale? Um, it means that you have to go through two years of, um, have you ever been to Lilydale? I have not, no. Okay. So Lilydale ha has, it's it's like the largest um, spiritualist community in the world, which is oh, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty amazing place. And what they do is all summer long, they have like mediums working. Um, they call it the stump. And, and and Hank, you've been there. It's like one of the, it's it's the, the, the energy there is amazing, right? It is. And I'll, I'll drag, grab a picture here in a second and I'll put it up while you talk about it. But uh, and the, the history behind the stump, like way back when uh, spiritualism first started, all the students would go back into the woods and there was this big stump that they would stand on to get inspiration. So like the name was quite literal, but they found yeah. that there it's like an energy center there. There's like a vortex of energy and it's a very uh, an amazing place for people to naturally connect uh, yeah. to that to the realms of spirit. Yeah, definitely. And so, and, and, and so what I had to do is I had, so they do outdoor services there. So you do like a lot of public mediumship. So I had to do a lot of services there. And, and that's like where you're, I don't know if you've done this. I think you have, cause you're doing something on YouTube. I saw like where you're picking people to give messages to. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you have to do that. You have to go through a lot of training. Like I've trained probably for years. You know, I've gone, I've graduated fellowships of the spirit. So you have to have that. Um, you have to, so I went through two years of doing a lot of outdoor services, a lot of like circles there where I had to give messages to different people and it had to be accurate. You're scored, you know, on, on all this stuff. So, oh, yeah, yeah. and then, and then at the end of two years, you have to give readings. Uh, they have 30 minute readings and, and more testing. So yeah, hmm. it, was, it, it was a crazy two years. It was good though. <laughs> it was good. I learned a lot. Yeah. It was and good. another conversation that Angie and I had, I, I didn't know this, but I guess there's like this one part where you have to give X amount of messages in X amount of time. And like, if you don't connect with someone, you just got to pass because it, it doesn't matter how accurate any of the other stuff was. If you don't get all the messages in within the time frame, you're done. Yeah, I actually did pass on one. I went, thank you very much for allowing me to come to you, but I'm going to pass because we weren't <laughs> connecting like quick. And I think you have eight minutes, eight minutes to give three messages. And, and big in Lilydale is 
connecting to somebody on the other side. So you have to bring somebody in and give three pieces of accurate evidence, you know, that, mm. that it's the person. So, mm. yeah. yeah. So, is, big. so is the focus at Lily Deal then, like when they're when talking about mediumship, is it on like past loved ones? So I guess. Yeah. It is. Okay. That's interesting because I, I, there was something that came up with me. I, I was hesitant to even call what I do uh, mediumship because I know people do automatically associate mediumship with past loved ones. But uh, Hank was telling me technically because I'm, I'm, I'm like the mediator between someone and their spirit guides, that that is technically a form of mediumship. So I call it that to just kind of set it aside from like people who are doing tarot and other things like that. I, I would 100% agree because either way, you're connecting with somebody on the other side. So you're connecting with a guide and not necessarily a, a loved one. Although I bet you there, there are times you're bringing through loved ones too. They do. They do come in sometimes. But um, they tend to, uh, when they do, they're not like you know, hanging around someone because they have unresolved emotions or issues or whatever. They're... Uh, you know, they're, they're always beings that are here to like help the person grow or have some message for them yeah. to uh, help them to uh, heal or something like that. Yeah. Which, on, which honestly, I, I feel like that, I feel like they always have a message and I feel like yeah. that's why they're always here, you know? So oh, yeah. Lily Dale's about that. Cause I didn't always work that way either. Like to me, the most important part of a reading is the message, you know, and is to bring healing and, and guidance and help people. So when I, I, I could always bring through somebody from the other side, but that wasn't my main focus. I had to make it my focus when I went to, to Lilydale. So, okay. Because Lilydale is about like the continuity of life. So a lot of people are going there for that reason. So. Okay. That makes sense. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. More, more specifically, it's spirit, spiritualism. The, the, it's a religion. And, yeah. and, and part of that, like the more traditional churches, it's to prove the continuity of life. There are more liberal spiritualist churches that the message is more important than proving the continuity. And yeah. then they're not considered true spiritualists because the message that's uplifting and this healing isn't as important as proving Uncle Joe is still there. Yeah, that's it. That, you know, that, that's, that's, it. that's totally true. Yeah, that's totally true. Um, although, I mean, I mean, they put focus because I had to get the messages right, too. But you're 100 percent right. So to me, I, I always do readings and I set my intention that it's for highest and best and what's going to bring healing to the person. You know, so if I bring somebody through, that's great. And, 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 and that's not always the case. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do a reading like, like say for a, a young kid. A lot of times, you know, and, and you're bringing through their great grandmother or their great great grandmother that they didn't even know who it was, right? Yeah, so, you know, and that's an interesting thing for people in general because when I first started connecting in in the mediumship way uh, through fellowships. Well, it was like it was always somebody that the person didn't know first. And then uh, I forget which facilitator it was, but they pointed out that, you know, the people who passed before they were born, they have been with them the longest. They're the most anxious and eager to come through because it's like I've never had a chance to talk to them in this way. Yeah. And yeah, so, so then I always say to them, I'm like, well, it's nice that you're here. However, you know, let's someone else come that they're going to recognize. And yeah, we'll, I do that we'll, too. We'll I do. You, yeah. We'll get Me to you too. next. Me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to you. We'll get to you. <laughs> now, what about so. that? So I'm curious, I, I oftentimes guides that will come through for me uh, that people don't recognize, you know, uh, for example, um, you know, I'll be talking to someone and, uh, you know, like a Thai fisherman or something comes through and they're like, okay, I have no idea what that's about. But then I ask that being, and uh, they say like, okay, well, this is how we knew each other in a past life, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I was wondering if you have uh, much experience with 
people coming through from uh, past lives that have followed people into this life and doing your oh yeah definitely because i because i think we're connected you know and and i I feel like a lot of us like people that we're really connected to in our lives we continue on with them and and from lifetime to lifetime and i think sometimes um maybe what somebody that you were with stays on the other side to act as a guide to you while you're in your next life so definitely have that happen yeah yeah and it's really beautiful some of the stories i get coming through from these guides well they'll they'll show me sort of like a flash like energy and image of like how these people knew each other but um there's usually it starts out as some kind of emotional thing like there was some emotions around the passing in that life so the the being like whoever passed on first followed them around to make sure they were safe and then after that um, realized, uh, you know, they've developed a more like loving connection and it was no longer about the like worrying about that person. It was more of a, you know, we've been connected for a long time in spirit. So I just yeah. want to help you, even though yeah. I may not be incarnate in a physical body. So it's really cool just to, uh, yeah. and I'm sure you have so many amazing stories. Yeah. Oh, I think that's so cool too. Cause you know what that makes you feel like it's like, you're never alone, right? You always oh, yeah. have guides, you're, you always have somebody that's with you, but I, you know, I think that's pretty awesome. I love that. Mm. <laughs> Oh, Hank, you oh, open your mouth. I, 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 I was going to say something. We all At least we're polite uh, to each other, right? <laughs> when you were saying that we're never alone in uh, most of the spiritualist traditions, they also have what they call the spirit band. And it's like a band of seven spirit beings that's with you from before birth till death. And other guides can come and go, but it's like your core seven that you always have. And that oh, parallels yeah. with other traditions, like in shamanism, there's the Anapek, which is a band of seven spirit uh, folk or teammates and access. There's these correlations that say, hey, there's these different um, facilitators in the spirit world offer, they all have their niches too. So like one is in the speaking about the spiritualism one, you have the gatekeeper who is the one that makes sure that nothing comes through that you can't handle. You have mm-hmm. the alchemist, you have the healer, um, all kinds of different energies like that to help you along your way with whatever you need in life. Yeah. And I, and I think you have different guides that come in depending on what you're doing in your life too. You know, like as you make different changes, there's different ones that come in to kind of help you with that. You know what I was going to say too, Casey, with, with the past life thing is it's interesting when, when you give messages that are based on a past life, because a lot of times they, like, you don't know how, you don't know for sure, because we're not consciously aware of our past lives, but you start talking about it and it makes sense to the person because right. somehow it relates, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah and, and, um, yeah, you will see a lot of the same themes and things coming through, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, definitely. Um, but I was going to say, Hank was talking about the gatekeeper. This is something that I, um, just through doing readings, had discovered but didn't have a name for it. Uh, but I, I, I would notice that a, a lot of people, when I would go to enter their space, and it may just be because I have, um, uh, how to put it, uh, like my energy is... Um, uh, brighter, stronger, like in a, somebody that can be kind of alarming to some beings mm-hmm. initially. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so like a lot of times there'd be either like some animal or like a like big, like um, p- powerful human or something. Someone would come through and like, uh, like a lot of like, so for example, say it's like a lion. They would come up to me and kind of, you know, like defensive. And then I would always hold my hand out in peace. This is in spirit. I'm doing this. And then they yeah. kind of lick the hand and then they would calm down. And uh, so then through talking to these beings, I would find out that they were, um, they were like acting like a bouncer, I would say to some people. Or like when uh, certain beings would come through, they'd say, okay, is it, it all right for this being to actually enter the, my human's space yeah. and then um, kick them out if not, and then allow them through if so. Yeah, so yeah. Um, but yeah. I find it really interesting, the parallels between what I just discovered on my own and uh, yeah. like 
you know what it's always really good validation when things like that happen mm-hmm. and, oh yeah i and think so too with past lives i find that um and probably knows this type of sometimes you get someone that wants a reading and they call them fluff and buff readings so like the, from their point of view they've they've done it all they, they they have a great life they don't have anything to work on and it's really hard to tell them that hey you need to work on something uh, yeah. because they'll be resistant to hearing it but now if you bring it up in a past life that they were a messenger and they didn't watch where they were going and they tripped and fell in the mud and died and all this stuff and and that now it relates to this life because yeah. you're doing it the same thing because you start with the past it makes them more prone to receive whatever the yeah definitely is. you can bring them there to there because because I, I think i think if we're here we have something to work on right oh yeah uh, otherwise we wouldn't <laughs> be in this life but yeah but i have people that say that sometimes too where they kind of think no i'm all set you know <laughs> why are you getting why are you getting a reading <laughs> so, <laughs> but 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 that but some but sometimes it, it is like i just had one the other day and, 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 and I'm, and I'm connecting with her and, and usually like, like I'll try to like right away, get to the core issue of like, you know, why are they here for a reading? And if I ask for that, I get it. And I'm, and I'm not really getting anything. I'm, I'm like, her life seems pretty okay. And then, and then I realized like it was, it was to connect people on the other side. So you never know, like sometimes people want that. Sometimes somebody you do a reading and, and, and I've had people come in and say, I, um, I want a reading and can you do me a favor? Like, I don't want to talk to any dead people. You know, I, 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 I just want guidance, you know, so you never know. You never know. Right. That's one reason when I start, I always ask, like, you know, I, I'm just like I work best with a dialogue. Like, um, I, real hard readings for me are the people that come and they don't want to say one word to you the entire time. They give you yeah. no validation. It's just like they won't give you nothing. And oh, I'm like, well, if, that, if, that, if that's the kind of reading you want, then I'm not really the best person because I work really better with uh, dialogue and stuff like that. So you can ask them, well, what brings you here today? And then immediately you're tuning into the energy because I, I say it's your time. It's your half hour or hour. I'm like, how yeah. best do we spend it? Where do you want to go with this conversation? And then just dive right in. Yeah, I agree with you. When there's when there's dialogue, it's better. But and, and not because you need them to give you anything. It's better because they're more open then, right? Because when somebody comes in, and I have that too, where they're I, I don't know if you can see with my arms crossed like this, you know, and they don't want you to see their hand because maybe they have a wedding ring, you know, so they don't want you to see that, you know. Oh, because they're and, afraid you're cold reading. Uh huh. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Right, right. So, but I know what you mean. Like ones like that, where 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 they where people don't say anything. Do you have that, Casey, too, like where they don't say anything to you? Well, that's interesting. It was actually, um, uh, it had become for me, well, okay, I, I'm going to say a couple of different things that are coming to my head at once. Um, <laughs> one thing that happened when I, back in the day when I was first doing a lot of readings, like for kind of the public, is um, I kind of became addicted to having like the person, I, like, I wouldn't even have their name or face, just like I would be on the internet. And like usually an anonymous name and I would just have the energy to connect and I would get really accurate information coming through. And that became like an addiction of mine where I was like, okay, how accurate can I be with absolutely nothing? Uh, and, and like, you know, I'm not, I'm not in the same room with them, not seeing their fit or anything, you know? Um, but then um, uh, uh, uh that kind of was a little detrimental to my growth for a little while because it was like, all right, well, I got that one onto the next one. And it was like, I was always like kind of craving more and more like getting it right or something. Yeah. I realized like that was, I was, wasn't coming from the right place and and doing that. Um, When you're, if you ever wrong, then it's going to hit you that much harder. Right. Like if you're focused on validation. But what what I was going to say is the other thing. So nowadays though, um, when I'm doing like these where I'm, doing my live streams and people are coming in. Um, some people will go to ask, a, this is 
so, sort of on the same topic, but they'll go to ask a question and instead of, um, you know, like, so for example, maybe they're wondering about, okay, well, there's uh, at work, you know, um, there's these really crappy people and like, I don't really feel like I should be there. So, um, you know, I really want to know, okay, what should I be doing? Should I like leave there? But, but instead of all that, um, all they give you is like, am I doing the right thing? And sometimes I have to explain this to you. I'm like, I'm like, you can ask that question. And I'm yeah. like, but listen, when you, whatever you, if you ask a really vague question, you're probably going to get vague guidance. If you ask a specific question, you're going to get a specific answer. But I always say the other thing too, is asking questions that open up for a lot of possibility, you know, like um, what can I be doing to create more possibility in my career? You know, then that leaves a room for spirit to come through and like give all kinds of amazing guidance. But if in the moment you really want like a, yes, you should be doing this or no, then you need to ask that specific question. And to me, that's sort of the equivalent of like, this in a way uh, about yeah. them like not wanting to really, I don't know, but maybe it's- different. No, I, I know, I hear you. No, I agree with you. But that's kind of, that, that I, I feel like that's like the test for us, right? When somebody asks us a question like that, because then we really have to connect the spirit and kind of mm -hmm. say, okay, so give me what's highest and best. What does that person most need? Because yeah. I've been doing a lot of that, the public stuff on online too. And people just, my, my questions are, I would just like a message. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. I'm open, I'm open to receive a message, right? Mm -hmm. And so then you got to go, and you kind of, it is sort of like, oh, really? You know, I don't, you know, and, and it's weird because because you don't see them, you just kind of have the question. So, <laughs> I think I I like stuff like that though because I feel I like it's challenge. Yeah, it's challenging yeah. for us, right? That 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 we kind of have to grow. But I, but I'll go into spirit and say, okay, what's the message that they yeah. need? You know, and, and and boy, I hope I hope I'm giving it. But you, usually they end up being pretty pretty correct. Like, I think if you set your intention, don't you, that, that if you say, you know, I want to get like what's for highest and best for that person, no mm -hmm. matter what, or I want to get a healing message, you, you always get something. But I agree when somebody asks a question like possibility, when somebody asks, I, those are my favorite kind of readings because yeah. somebody comes in and they're really open to guidance, you know, and then oh, you yeah. can go a lot deeper. Yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, <laughs> you keep doing the opening your mouth, and then <laughs> no, you're already gone. I'm like, I'll, 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 I don't, I don't want to be like interrupting and things like that. Uh, the um, well, one I wanted to make mention to people watching: you're welcome to offer your comments. We will definitely see them if you're commenting on Angie's Facebook page or on yeah. YouTube. The rest of the way we're streaming, we won't see it on Facebook, so we're not ignoring you. We just don't see your comments. So please go to the YouTube channel and uh, make your comments there. And while you're there, subscribe if you like. Mm -hmm. yeah. no, no pressure though. But what I was going to um, mention, and when I was going through the training at fellowships, an awareness that I had around mediumship is like this one lady came to me and she asked, uh, I want to find out from my grandpa if she approves of my boyfriend, because I can't marry anybody that grandpa wouldn't approve of. Now at fellowships, we always learn you go to source first for the message. You yeah. go to, you go get the message. So the message that I got is, oh, cool. It's, it's her soulmate. Yes. She got a, her soulmate. Now I bring in grandpa next and he goes, no, absolutely not and i'm like uh, what's this and what, what i found is that you can tap into people's consciousness on different levels and i was picking up astral level grandpa who was a jerk and nobody yeah. would have been good enough but the real the real truth of it is it was a soulmate and if grandpa had been alive she probably would have missed it because he would yeah. have been so against it uh so do you have any uh, have you had that experience too where you can find yourself tapping into different levels of consciousness for that uh, person in spirit yes yeah i have i i, I think i I, I always try my, to, to always connect like as high as I can.
like that that's kind of always my intention because i want to get the purest information for them because I, I don't want to give somebody i feel like healings are are, are and, and i know readings i mean are, are for are for healing purposes mm -hmm. and i want to give them like the highest highest and best so i always try to go high don't right. you too no i do oh, yeah. I, it's, that's where the thing is i got the message from source that yes it's spirit but they wanted to hear from grandpa when i tapped into grandpa i got conflicting data but yeah. but both were correct because grandpa would have said no <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't, it, isn't isn't that interesting? Because they so when they're when they're here and then they cross over to the other side. Like I've heard Elaine, Elaine Thomas, our teacher, say from fellowships, say, say that you know if they were if they were negative or cranky and didn't give good advice when they were here, why do you want to get their advice <laughs> on the other side? You know, it's going to be the same, right? It's going to be the same. Yeah. yeah. Well, depending on where you're connecting to, like the astral level version of you or the highest self you version higher, of you. Sure. Yeah. So that's why I always start high and then kind of bring down. Now we yeah. do have a question from Faith about um, developing skills. When developing your skills, what mental roadblocks did you come across and how did you get over them? So as you were uh, doing your training and everything, did you have any um, stumblings and how did you overcome it? Um, um, probably like a big one was, was fear, really, you know, it's, it's, it, it's fear because you're talking to somebody and, and you don't know if, if, if what you're, you, you, you don't, you can't see it. It's not black and white. So you're, so you really have to trust like inside yourself or what's coming through from spirit. So I feel like fear was, a, was part of mine. Was that yours? Thanks. Part of yours too. Hank? Oh, absolutely. And then, and Casey, yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's what, um, when you go through a program, like at fellowships, you go through a two-year thing. Over that two years, with the amount of homework you have to do, there comes a tipping point where, yeah, you are f fearful, but I I need to get my readings done uh, yeah, or to yeah. move on. And at some point, there's you just get so much validation that you start to trust and that fear, you, you just kind of tip the scales. And yeah. instead of being polarized in fear, you're feeling excited and ready. And yes, definitely. And, yeah. and the, the more you do it, like I remember saying that to Lane, and she said, just keep doing We had to do 70 readings a year, remember? <laughs> yeah. it was, that was a lot of readings. And healings, healing. 140 yeah. and, and, people had, and people had to fill out like a form and, 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 and tell you how you did. So, But <laughs> I thought that was one. And the other thing for me too is I kind of learned um, – if, so, if, if I say to somebody, does this make sense? Like, say I'm giving a reading, does this make sense? And the person says no, you know, and, and then you kind of feel like, oh, no, no, you know, this isn't good. But but I, I feel like I feel like the way spirit talks to us, they can't talk to us like we talk to each other. So it's coming in. It, it's it's mind communication or, or um, right. communication. So they're showing you a picture or giving you words or giving you feelings. And I feel like we're interpreters kind of. Yeah, know? that's right? actually something. When I teach people to communicate with their spirit guides, that's a big thing I have people focus on in the beginning is how the communication is happening. Uh, because I think, you know, some people have the miscon misconception that like when I'm giving a message that comes through, like I'm saying it in words, that this being was talking to me in English. And they weren't. Um, even even if the uh, even if it comes through very clearly as English, I have people pay attention. There is a a very specific feeling that happens before the words. Even when in your own like dialogues, so if for example you're thinking like, I could really go for a taco. Um, <laughs> before you think that, there's a super specific feeling, or maybe even an image or something that comes before the words. I would really like a taco, and then that turns into I would really like a taco in your head. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. in spirit, but in spirit, we get the energy that then becomes this really specific feeling that our minds translate, and then it's translated into English. Um, so um, yeah, so That's we're. True. 
Um, but then, uh, but yeah, so, and, and then same thing when we're getting the visions and everything, that's energy that's coming through that our minds are then, you know, uh, interpreting as, uh, as the images and all of that. Yeah, I love um, the way you put that. That's really true. That's exactly it. It's, it's almost like it's coming in a different way. And then we have to interpret, like, it's like coming in a foreign language in a way or, or a feeling. And, and, and I think this too, like every one of us gets it different ways. Like, like when I first started out for me, everything was visual. So I would do a reading and it was like, like, I, I wished I could have, it was like watching a movie, you know, yeah. with my eyes closed or open. And then, and then what I learned, like to get more accurate, I started to pay attention to the feelings that are there and the words that are there too, and got more, more accurate with that. I get, I get a mix. Some beings that come through communicate in a way that's like, okay, that's easy to translate as English. And then a lot of like animal guides, for example, like animal guides for me almost always communicate in visions. Mm -hmm. um, so, it kind of, but then I'm like, if I ask the spirit, like if I give a vision where I'm like, I have no idea what that meant. And then I ask, can you give me some words to help yeah. explain that? Then yeah. they'll help me to kind of explain the vision. But it's amazing to what you were saying about, um, you know, kind of being afraid of, you know, asking like, does that make any sense and all that? Um, there are some times when I'm, the person will ask a question and then I'm explaining this vision that the being showed me and I'm like, I, I have no idea what that would ever relate to. And then sometimes just give, I'm like, okay, I'm just giving it because spirit gave me the message. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm crying. That was so like, I know exactly. Yeah. And, um, but then other times this is, this happened just uh, this past week um, where I did one for someone. And it was just a, like, the message was like, oh, how that is, how would that make sense for anyone and in any situation? Mm -hmm. And I, and I gave the message and they were like, I have no idea what that means. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. So then two days later, they caught my live stream two days later and they were like, it didn't make sense when you gave me the message, but then the next day something happened mm -hmm. and it was like, boom, and it clicked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. amazing. It all the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah, I know it happens all the time. And, and I think, I think it's true. You just have to give it, you know, mm -hmm. and, 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 and if they say it doesn't make any sense, I'll ask spirit for more. If I don't get more, I just say, okay, I'll leave that with you. Maybe it'll make sense in a day or two. And a lot of, a lot of times you're right. That happens to me too, that they call up or, or they see something and they're like, I know exactly what you mean. You know, it, it's, it's kind of like amnesia or something that they have, you know. Yeah, it's thing as a reader when people aren't able to take it and then you start getting into self-judgment. Well, was I right? Was that coming from ego, not not from spirit? I don't know if I told you the story of what happened to me at Church of the Angels once. I was, it was when they had the West Side Church for just a little bit. And and I went up to give public messages and spirit fortunately gave me a heads up. It was about to do this. They said, you're going to give the messages to this person and everything's going to be hundred percent wrong. And that's how it's supposed to be. And I'm like, what? So I did two messages. It was all good. And then I go to him because I know the spirit told me I needed to, and I'm giving the message. Nope, nope, yeah. nope. He came up to me afterwards and said, you know, I've always wanted to do this work, but I never thought I was good enough. But he's like, but if a professional, he said I was a professional like you can make mistakes like that, maybe I can do it too. And I'm like, really? So it was wow. totally the message he Isn't needed. that cool? So that yeah. was the message. Like, <laughs> yeah, you never I, know. You never know what the message is, right? You never know. So even like wrong information, maybe for whatever it is, that is the information for their highest and best at the moment. And and not to Ooh. judge even when you're wrong, not to judge that, that you gave 100% yeah. what was needed in that moment. Yeah, that's it's true. It's true. Want to hear about my first like professional reading? 
yeah, yes. it, it wasn't it wasn't good, you know. <laughs> okay, so 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 I did all my practicing, you know, and then I thought, okay, I'm all set. And I made a reading room in my house, and I'm all set to have my first person come. And you know, I was a nervous wreck, you know. And 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 they come walking in, and I said, "The spirit, give me a picture." A actually, this ended up being a real good thing for me, although it was it was bad, but it ended like yours, like it ended up being good. So so I said, "Spirit, show me a picture, so I have some place to start." I don't even know what to say, you know. So. So I, I see the beach. So I start talking to this person and I said, I see the beach and, you know, and, and I'm describing the sand and all this stuff. And, 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 and I, and, and whatever else I said, I said, does that make sense to you? And the, and, and the lady said, no, absolutely not. I hate the beach. I hate every <laughs> single thing about the beach. I would never go. I'm not sure why I came here that that's what you're talking to me about, you know? And so, and so there's a part of me that, that I wanted to leave, you know, it's like, I'm, but it was my house, but. So I had to stay, you know, I had to stay. So, so there I was, you know, but, but, you know, but you know, what was good though, is that then I remembered like all the stuff. Right. And I said, and I said to spirit, give me more. And I realized like, for me, the beach to go, go sit by the water and the beach means relaxation, you know, and, and it means usually that's what I'm thinking about a lot. If I'm stressed, I need to go sit by the water. So I started talking to her about that, like kind, kind of my memory. And then I added the words, spirit started giving me words and the feeling that came and she went that's why i'm here you're finally on track you know so, yeah yeah i think I, yeah that was it was funny that was terrible you know I, 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 I kind of felt like quitting then you know but i didn't though i didn't though it taught me like that's when i really learned about the interpreting part of it that we were just talking about you know well oh so i have a question then so i'm talking to two people who are mediums as well um I know for me, uh, well, it depends. It's different. Like now I'm, I'm different now, but back in the day, like I would give like all, I would do all these readings, really accurate, specific information would come through. And then I go to do a reading for someone like maybe I knew more or something. And uh, like maybe the message, like at least at first, like they'd be like, all right, no, like that doesn't make sense or whatever. And like, I give 50 readings that were like amazing. And like, how could you know that and spot on and all that. And then the one that was like, didn't really go that well. I'm like, oh, and you just feel so like deflated after that. And, you know, not know, so much anymore, but like, like, and it sounds like same thing. Like you've probably given tons of readings before that, that were like amazing and accurate, but. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And then you get that one. I don't know. I, I think, I think some of it, like if it's for somebody, you know, I think it's harder to read somebody, you know, cause you're attached to it. Right. So, yeah. so mm -hmm. go ahead. I was going to say it's, it's harder to like, like that's why part of the reason I like having like nothing when going on a person is um, that I don't have any filters for that person. And I can just yeah. really allow the information to come through. And when we were going through fellowships, um, you were allowed to give every student, like you could do a practice reading with another student and you could do them, I think twice per year. I forget. Yeah. Um, I think it goes um, twice. Yeah. And, and I, I didn't like doing that at all. I wanted to give nobody in class a reading. In fact, I think I only had like five people I did homework with because I found it much uh, easier and lighter to connect with other, other people that I didn't know. Yeah. It's like, you could just kind of let it go and you're, and you're not attached to it. Right. Yeah. And not attached at all. And also, but I, I think what probably tripped me up more because uh, I remember one thing specifically that I was giving a practice reading and they were like critiquing me through the reading. And it wasn't so much that my inability to connect or that, but it was that I was aligning and agreeing with their expectation of what the reading should be because of them. Oh, mind, that's true. Like that's true. And yeah. I'm exceptionally empathic. That's like one of my strongest things. And so like I'm picking up on the expectation of what the reading would be and that's not how I work and it trips me up. So I found it really 
uh, it's just much more easy, a greater sense of peace to bring people I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, I think so, too. But I don't, don't you think this? So, like, like I, because I, I, I mean, some readings you sit down and you connect with the person like right away. And, and those are usually pretty easy readings because you're connected. So somehow mm -hmm. I feel like you can connect to their guides easier. And then you get people that, that like just even in life, you don't connect with everybody. I can usually find rapport with everybody, but you don't. And I think if you don't connect with somebody as well, that you, you that, that might be harder to do the reading. Don't you think? Did <laughs> you think that could have been with that one, Casey? Mm, yeah, yeah, no, def definitely. And um, I was actually going to ask that. Um, if you, I don't know if you've ever come across people who maybe like they know what you do. So they're like interested and they know that, you know, you, you're, you're successful and that people really uh, benefit from the messages that come through, but they themselves are just like super, super skeptical. And like, maybe they're asking for a reading more out of like, is this really real? Like, yeah. are they just full of crap, you know? Yeah. And they're, they're wanting to like more of you to like prove something rather than actually benefit from a message um, yeah. and how do, how do you handle that when you send oh those are, those are those are tough those are <laughs> tough I, I had I had a lady that want she came in and she wanted to connect with somebody on the other side and she wanted a specific information like you know so so I think I was getting I can't remember it was like a man that came through and and, and I kept seeing like diamond rings flying by my face and rubies and all this gemstones and and she said no nope, no nope, that's that's not it that's not it and, and 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 she kept saying no to everything I said and we and we get done and she goes well what I wanted was I wanted to know what was the specific item that I she had on the kitchen counter that looked like this. And, and I said, okay, so the diamond rings, and none of that made any sense. She goes, well, no, it did. Actually, actually um, he owned a jewelry store. So that's kind of why I saw that. But she was saying no to me because she wanted one specific piece of information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the time, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not connected at all. I'm, I'm kind of thinking inside because she's saying no to everything. And she wanted that one thing. And you can't guarantee that you're going to get that one thing because it's interpreting. And that might not be what the spirit's showing you. And, right. you know, yeah. You know, this yeah. is like when you look to actualize or manifest something in your life, the universe might bring it to you in a very different way. And if you're not open to receiving it, however it comes and you might miss it. And this is oh, a, great, yeah. a great example of that. We did have a question and uh, we'll, we'll kind of loop it into what you were, um, how you learned and everything. How can my gifts turn on and off? Uh, and so I actually study this guy because apparently I can't read this morning. How come my gifts turn on and turns right off? Then I'm nervous if I feel a message. So when, as you're like learning uh, to do the message work, like I can remember, like there were some days where like you, almost had to have a ritual or you had to do something very specific to connect. And then if you're up at inspiration stump, the second you started waver, like it could be gone. Uh, so any, any tricks or tips of people stepping into their gifts, if it's feeling like on and off um, and the message is coming through, what can you do to put yourself at ease in order to actually receive the message? Um, for, for, I, I, I like what you said about the ritual, like letting yourself relax. I, I, I always try to like, I do deep breathing before a reading or, you know, I try to meditate. So I feel like, so I'm already kind of connected to spirit. And, and, and I, and I think, I think practicing, like you have to just keep on practicing and you have to keep doing it as much as you can because then you grow and your confidence grows and, and, and then that you look, it's, it's about trusting it. And then I, I feel like you just give it. And I, and I think learn, you know, to me, to me, like the more 
classes I took, the better I feel like I got at it because every class, even though sometimes like you take class after class, you, you might learn some of the same things, but every teacher teaches it a different way. And that and you get tools for your tool basket. So you, you can you can walk in and I and I feel like have more trust in what you're giving. Did I answer that? Yeah. Really well. And the other thing that I would say that I the thought that came to me as you were talking is don't forget we talked about that spirit band earlier and all the support you have in spirit. Yeah. So ask for help. Like um just you know, like spirit what my guides, angels, whoever's around me what can I ask of you to help me to connect and not be nervous to receive this message? You know and, what? You know what? I forgot about this. Sometimes I forget like about <laughs> stuff I did in the beginning, but I remember like I did that and I connected to my guides and I started, I did meditations that, that allowed me to kind of know who they were. And I used to do that before every reading is I'd sit down and go, okay, are you guys here? You know, and, and, and I kind of see them. It's like, okay. So, and, and they'd say, don't worry, you're not alone. We're all going, we're all walking into the reading room together, you know? <laughs> and, and yeah, so, but that, that made, that actually really did make me feel a lot better because I knew that I had them with me and that's, and I was going to get my information. And, and I remember like, remember Elaine saying this, like if, if, if we show up, like we're there, we set our intention and we want to give a healing message like spirit shows up every time. Yeah, absolutely. And that's every one time. reason, uh, like the, the prayer that we say at the beginning, and I'll say it for everybody as, and I, I slightly tweaked it because I use it for healings too, not just readings. As we open the door to communication and healing and the unity of the Holy spirit, the great I am presence of the universe, we give thanks for, we know that the word spoken and the experience received is full of your grace, wisdom, truth, love, and understanding of the highest. Yeah. So before each time that we're connecting, just by saying an affirmation like that, you're yeah. open up to the highest vibration and what is there to be nervous of in the light that's right oh that's so true and so you one, feel better because you bring that light down you say that prayer and you feel better automatically that's really true and that kind of that's like then it's like i'm connected i've set my intention i want i want messages for healing purposes highest and best and it comes i i've, I've thought so many times like Oh no, this is going to be the one time I'm going to do a reading and there's going to be nothing, you know, nothing. So, but you know, I, I, right. I mean, you think that when you're doing it, but it's never happened. No, so. well, it happened to me once with nothing. And I've told this story on a, a previous stream, but I sat down, I had just a, a pair of uh, ladies came in and I did the first reading and it was fine. And now the second one came in and I just didn't feel a connection. And then I asked, I always ask one of the questions I ask, is it for my hands? And I get, nope, don't do the reading. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, well, what should I say? And I got, you don't really want to be here, do you? They're like, nope. I'm like, your friend just drug you along for a reading, didn't they? They're like, yep. I'm like, you don't yeah. have to do this. And they're like, great. And this time yeah. we did the reading, we just didn't do it. And as we were leaving Goddess Elite, which is the store I was working at, they turned around, and looked at me and said, you know, if and when I am ready for a reading, you're the one I'm going to come to. So oh. even even in the willingness to say, you know, this, this isn't going to happen right now, that is exactly the message that might have been the thing that opened them up for later. They still haven't come for a reading, but yeah. uh, we, we still have a lift time left. Well, so, you never know. Like, they might. There might be a day that they, that they do. You know, you never know. You never know. So you, you were saying, uh, Angie, about uh, things you kind of forgot you did in the beginning, um, <laughs> but all, like all the kind of work you put in. Um, for me, um, uh, I, a, a big part of my uh, training before I really started to do readings was actually just to learn 
um, how to um, enter into that like uh, those like alpha and theta brainwave frequencies. And I spent a lot of time just meditating and learning to like instantly and effort. And it was through hyp hypnosis is how I learned how to really do self-hypnosis. So I learned how to do that. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, for a long time, and you know, there are a lot of people that they do have to go through in the beginning, this like kind of ritual of relaxing and getting there. Whereas I, I can just like, boom. And then like, I can exit my body and I'm traveling out in spirit, like in an instant. Um, so um, I really think, but now there are so many tools online like, like binaural beats and uh, and like just different meditations for um, like lowering and like, like self hypnosis videos and all that um, so really uh, like learning about the brain waves frequencies uh, mm -hmm. can be really helpful um, because it is if, if you're um, like way up here and you're like you know in a kind of stressed out or uh, like more hyper focused um, like a, you know conceptual state you're going to have a much harder time connecting and getting that information coming through than if you have a lot more access to the subconscious and, and spiritual in those lower brainwave frequencies. That's that's really true, and 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 I, and I think this too, like what helped me is it, like we were taught with fellowships is you had to, you had to, you had to have faith and know you were connecting to spirit and you could do that. But then I I actually studied also with um, Sharon Klinger, and I know you know her too. Mm -hmm. And um and and I and I liked what she taught because she taught things just like you just said, you know. And and it was here's why you can do it, and you know, and you can connect to like this part of your brain, or you know, connect higher. And and that helped me because because I I used to think like because well, I when I started doing readings, it was spontaneous. Like I was doing readings before fellowships, you know. Mm -hmm. And 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 I didn't understand why. You know, it's like, why can I do this? You know, and, and I would hear, just have faith. You can do it. You're right. You know, this is a good thing, you know, and, and it was, but I wanted to know why, you know, so that helped me tremendously because I felt like I went in with, okay, I'm connecting to this part of my brain and, you know, I'm going higher and, and, and everything that you just said that helped that that's really true. It's worth mentioning now too, for those of you who are stepping into your gifts, I believe uh, because of the bless and the mess of COVID-19 is Angie has started doing a lot of her stuff at her center virtually, including I think on Saturday mornings, you have a development circle. Yes. If I remember correctly. So if you're, if you're, or if you're in the Buffalo area, once they reopen and everything, uh, Angie runs the development circle. We have them virtually out here in Cleveland too, through Goddess Elite. So there's definitely resources um, for you if you are looking to step into your gifts, um, yeah. take advantage of Casey teaches stuff like that i teach stuff like that so if you're yeah. watching, uh, look check out our websites and, and check that out and also i wanted to mention while i'm thinking about it uh angie's uh i'm hosting a class for angie tomorrow uh now the date on this little banner is not correct but we're basically doing an evening of spirit communication she's going to be do gallery readings we had to reschedule it from the 25th and now it's tomorrow and that's mm -hmm. going to be at seven oh, no, i forgot Shoot. Six. six. It is six. It might be. Is it six? I think it's six. No, yeah, yeah. It, is, it is six. Six or seven? No, it's six. Yeah, it's six. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, basically, we're going to have everybody in a room, and she's going to go through and actually give live messages. So if you're interested in that, you can go to holistichealthandhealing.net. And if you're watching this on a replay sometime way off in the future, check out the website. We're always having something. Uh, so either holistichealthandhealing.net or Angie's website, I'll put it up again, is santoshaholisticcenter.com. You can find out all the stuff on her website as well. For whatever's going on whenever you happen to watch this well, yeah yeah no the, I, I i keep thinking i think we might have talked about this we get we talked about so many things when when COVID first started and we started doing everything virtual we should do an intuitive development class yeah well, like a yeah. beginner just to get like tools yeah, we can definitely schedule one. I, th yeah. I think we had one, and then uh, we just didn't. We put. It, we were so excited to start working together. We didn't give it enough time to uh, to, to populate. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, let's see. Looks like 
someone has a question here. Having a ritual to get into the right side of your brain gets you there and asking your team for support. Absolutely. Absolutely. For, you know what, what my anchor for at fellowships, one of the things that they taught, they, it was one was uh, the meditation part of it. So every single time before class, every morning we would meditate mm -hmm. and they would recommend that you would go through meditation at least once or twice a day when mm -hmm. we weren't at school. Mm -hmm. and, and it's kind of like heaving the boulders, especially the way that they taught how to do it. It was like an inner work meditation as you did mm -hmm. it and did these um, sutras, it would bring up everything that didn't match love and health and healing and stuff like that. And you would yeah. be able to deal with it. And the more boulders you heave out of there, the easier mm -hmm. time you have to connect to that God within, to that, that spark of divinity and then get the information. So it's all about refining that. And the more you refine it, the easier time you have uh, connecting without a ritual. But in the meantime, rituals, binaural beats, any of that stuff is a great tool, but then to learn to do it without the tool. Right. Uh, totally. You're totally right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, that was, that, that's a good way to put that. But I, I, I agree. I remember that in fellowships too, when, when they um, told that we, ha I think we had to meditate. I think that was a requirement, right? Yeah. That every day you had to meditate. Every day. And I remember thinking like, how am I going to have time to do that? You know, on top of everything else I'm doing, but, well, but, it, but it was so much easier to connect when I meditated. Cause you're right. You get through, like you get through the boulders and you connect to, to yourself. And you know what, what um, that question just was too. I remember Sharon Klinger, talking about that that was one of her exercises was the right side of your brain is your intuition the left side of your brain is your logic and th and that if you like before you start connecting intuitively if you connect to the right side of your brain it, it, it it's it's like you're right there and that's true that that, that actually helps a lot Absolutely. And for those of you who don't know the name Sharon Klingler, uh, she, you can find a lot of her content on Hay House. Uh, Starbringer, I believe, is her website. She has a lot of different books. In fact, I remember there was like an eight CD um, thing yeah. about developing intuition, and it was awesome. I was awesome. It. I yeah. got so much out of it. I was doing Me that. Me too. Was taking, oh, yeah. Especially, I won't spoil it, because if you ever have a class with Angie, I don't want anybody to know it, but there's this amazing exercise where you do a writing on a piece of paper, and then you uh, trade with a partner, and then at the very end there's like this amazing surprise and so like i'm building up all we'll have to do billets billets oh we got to do that yeah that's, we'll do it yeah <laughs> i love that i love that that's a good one too i love her stuff it's it, it's really really good yeah yeah, and I, I just have wanna, that HCD and I have her next one too. So. Cool. I want to make sure too, because I know you had another thing to do a little bit today. You're, you were good to go until uh, nine or last nine or what? No, um, nine. No, nine. Nine, nine I got to be on. Yeah. Okay. Gotta, I, actually, I'm doing some readings for, um, or no, I have a radio show thing at nine. And then readings for some people in China. Now is the time to ask because I have two here and then um, I don't know how many more we'll get to. So uh, if you have a question, ask now. And if we have so many that we can't get to them, that just means we'll have to have Angie back on. Do it so, again. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. So Faith says, oh, when I have done journeying, there is a point after a minute when I feel this energy shift, almost as if I'm falling into another world. Is that the brainwave you're talking about? Mm -hmm. Um maybe maybe not uh so but what i'm talking about are th they're actually um uh, it's like just the the frequency at which like the, the the neurons are firing like how fast the cycles are that we we can measure um so no that like i, I mean was this you, reference you, to binaural beats was this um brainwave frequencies yeah is this uh, I'm, I'm wondering if faith is asking about that about the brain was the brain waves that you were talking about with this like yeah no so the, I, I, she's well okay hold on let me pull this back up Sorry, I have something to look at. Okay, um, so uh, what you may be feeling falling into another world it could possibly be you uh, like exiting your body, entering the the realms of spirit, and that um, 
that may coincide with, that may happen when you enter into a certain brainwave frequency state. But the brainwave frequencies, you 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 may not necessarily be able to like, it's not something you fall into. They're, they're just a measurement of how fast uh, the neurons are firing in your brain. That's yeah. um, what, what, what I was talking about when I met. Yeah. Or another good way to look at it is the brainwave frequency being uh, at a certain thing creates the portal or the window or the threshold that you can choose to go through or to access to get the information. But it by itself in nature doesn't necessarily make you go anywhere. Right. And then the other sure. one, Oh, did you have something to add to that? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, because I feel like that sometimes when, when I go into a meditation and, and, and not oh, they, they're not always, some are real, real deep, some not. And I agree with you when you listen to binaural beats, that, that helps for sure. But I, but I felt like that where almost I feel like I'm shifting kind of and, and, and connecting with something else. So I felt like that too. When, when you do feel, if you have an energy like that, you can actually ask spirit, just like we as readers ask for more information. You ask spirit, cool, what is this? What yeah. can I do with it? Mm-hmm. It's I, always I, asking, yeah. How can I create yeah. more possibility with it in those types of questions? Yeah. Or what guide in the spirit world knows what this is that can help me with this? True, I mean, that's true. A fun yeah, one. yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. I love that too. Yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, Kylie. She was saying that she's on and off with her mediumship. I would love to have better tools. I also get nervous prior to readings, but I move through it and goes well most of the time. One thing I would like to say to that, like, if, like say you take Angie's gallery readings or anytime you see you're doing the work online, watch what mediums do. Like one thing that we learned at fellowships is don't get caught up with the story of your instructor. Like you look at what's their posture. Where are they mm-hmm. looking? Like if you look at Willowdale mediums at the stump, almost all the time, if they're getting a visual, they're looking up. Yes. Uh, yeah. if they're like, yeah. oh, I'm hearing, you see them going left yeah. to right. So you yeah. can start to map out the body, which is an antenna for getting this information. What are these mediums doing when they're getting the information that they're getting? And if you mimic that, you can help to recreate the same thing. So, so check out Angie when she's doing her readings. Like she, she's really good with it. Like you'll see what she's doing and you can start yeah. to incorporate that for yourself. That's really true. And, and actually, that's another way to learn, too, is watch other people work. You know, I've done that a lot. And, you, and, and, and you're right, because sometimes a medium, I don't even, I didn't even, I, you're saying that. And I'm like, do I do that? I guess I do. You know, <laughs> I don't realize I do it, but it's true. You're right. Yeah, we're you're creatures right. of a habit and mimicking, you know. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's true. It's true. I know. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah. And, and for people who don't know what gallery readings are, basically what we're going to do is we'll have a Zoom room and Angie will connect. And sometimes we talk a little bit first and offer a little bit of knowledge or something like that. I don't know. How, for, that's how I work. Maybe Angie does something yeah. similar. No, and we will. Yeah, yeah. And then basically she'll either do, hey, may I come to you? Or I got the spirit who can relate. There's uh, two different pools of it. Sometimes for gallery, it's more exciting to do the second one uh, because yeah. like everybody's like, oh, is the next going to be my spirit? It keeps people engaged. But yeah. um, but uh, you can do it either way. And basically, even if the message isn't for you, like 20 people got messages and you don't happen to get one, um, which I think right now with how many people we have, everybody would get one mm-hmm. more than likely. But, yeah, uh, they, yeah, they will. But the messages that come through, the information is maybe relevant for everybody. So it's, that doesn't mean that... Um, you know, you didn't get a message. I know you, everybody there gets, if she gets 20 messages, everybody gets 20 messages because all 20 have a medicine for you if you're willing to receive mm-hmm. it. Mm. it. Happens every single time. And I think when you work in public that way, spirit does that on purpose, right? That they want to reach more than one person. So yeah, definitely that happens. And I got to ask you guys, is it just me like looking in the background? I keep catching like something like almost walking in the background of our videos. Have you ca- caught this? And every once in a while, one of the videos actually fades in or out. 
like something walked in front of you. No, <laughs> I know. Just, I, 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 go back and watch that, I mean, that, that, that could be. Right? That could be with the kind of work that we all do, right? <laughs> you, know, Who's here? Who's here? I, you know, I saw it maybe two or three times, and now this fourth time, I'm like, all right, now I'm saying something because. I, okay. I, 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 well, I, I wasn't thinking of it in that way, but I was seeing some random stuff moving. I just thought it was pixelated, yeah. whatever, but well, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> maybe both. Yeah. There was one episode Casey and I were doing where an entity showed up, and like I wasn't touching the board. I don't even know how we could have done it, but we literally just switched spaces on the thing. I'm like, what is this? Really? It God. was bizarre. That's pretty bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they do, they do that. They do stuff like that. They want us to know they're with us, right? So yeah. they, 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 they like to have a little fun, too. A little fun. Right. And we are in, like, Joe has a question, but I don't know if we can really field it here or not because it's more specific to him. But uh, we can maybe speak to it generally so other people can gain uh, awareness around it. He says, Am I contacting my deceased mom or others when they appear in my dreams if it seems so real when I wake? You can definitely have connections in the dream world. Oh, yeah. uh, at first glance, I thought that question was going somewhere else. But what I would say is, whenever you're dealing with the spirit, um, ask truth, who are you? Uh, because there, there are you know we we focus on the light and we have a lot of light in our lives, but there's a few little energies out there that may be a little trickier than others. So, but if you ask the energy of truth, they either tell you the truth or energetically you get to know that they're lying. So when you're starting to deal with things showing up, it's a great little tool to make sure that you're dealing only with things of the highest and best and setting that intention every day. I'm looking only to work with entities that are for and, and beings of light that are for my my highest good and that are yeah. a possibility in my life and focus on that. Uh, but if and, 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 and if you and if you set your intention with that and you're strong on that, that's what you'll get. You know, yeah. I, I'm really strong on that, you know, that I always want it to be positive and for healing purposes and highest and best. And that's almost always what I get. And I and I think in dreams, I, I, I feel like I connect like with my mom all the time in dreams because I'll wake up if I if I wake up, I'll I'll know, you know, who I connect with or guides because I'll, I'll have information. You know, and that kind of comes from practicing, too, that you get right up and it's, you know, it's like, what, what, what dreams did I have and, and, and what guidance did I receive? Do you use um, Elaine's affirmation before you go to bed still? Or did maybe yeah. she didn't give it yeah, to what, you? Yeah, uh, you know, I know it. it, it, it. Yeah. It was, I haven't um, done it in a while. I know. Go yeah, ahead. What is it? Tell it's, me. Um, I give thanks for I know as my physical body is asleep and receiving healing, I am learning and serving on the highest levels of life, waking up in the morning, refreshing and renewed, remembering all that I have learned that is for mine or anyone else's highest good. Wow. So if you can't hey, hey, write that down, I don't even think I have that anymore because I, I used to do that all the time. And that's true. And I remember like Elaine, I've had dreams where uh, like Elaine's in my dream, you know, and I, and I, and I, and I feel like pushing me to do something. And she's like, Oh yeah, I did set my intention. I knew I was helping somebody last night when I, when I tell her about it. So. And I love it. Casey, look at this uh, from <laughs> before I thought grandma Sutilo was behind Casey and it kind of freaked me out. Oh, that, might be. <laughs> <laughs> that could be, that could be, you never know. Right. No, Cause we, we are, we have a ton of, and I will write that down for you and, and send it. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got, I got a little journal. I wrote down all the good stuff in there. I got all the NLP stuff. I got a whole bunch, a bunch of wonderful little. We learned, we learned some good stuff at fellowships. That's for sure. And, and a shout school, out to that's cool. If, if you're looking to, um, well, if you're in the Buffalo area, Angie has a, a development program too. We, we we both went through fellowships of the spirit. It's a you can take spiritual insight training one, spiritual insight training two. Those are kind of standalone things. And then if you want more, there's a two year program that both myself and Angie have yeah. gone through. And it's not it's not just learning mediumship. It's learning 
uh, they call it prophecy because it's connecting to source, reinforcing with spirit. And that's yeah. a, a difference in some mediums. Is not, Some mediums only connect to astral level grandpa who might have been a jerk. Uh, <laughs> when you go through yeah. fellowships or a similar program, you connect with source and then you reinforce with the spirit. So you're getting the highest information yeah. with the support from your loved ones. And yeah, and you, and you get those tools. Like, I, I, I don't know what I would do without my tools, you know, to, to know to connect that way. So totally agree. I'm not sure which quote are you looking for? Can you write that quote in comments? Are you looking for that affirmation? We can uh, do that for sure. Uh, she's probably talking about that. You know okay. what, Hank, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta get off. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Um, well, Casey and I will wrap up here just uh, okay. We'll talk about your class for a moment and we would love to have thank you, you. i would love to come back awesome yes that was yeah, wonderful i'd love that to come back thank you yeah awesome thank conversation you so i thank love you. coming on this is a lot of fun yeah yeah, yeah. 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 i've been, I've been watching you guys i love your, your shows. Just like, <laughs> thank you, know. you. Hmm? i was just joking with you i'd like your short changing me we had five more minutes angie <laughs> i know oh, i know i know i know uh, no I know. you gotta get centered before reading i gotta i just wanted to yeah. give you a little pookly eye fun okay all right sounds good all right you guys thank you thank you it was very Oops, sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you, uh, <laughs> Cut her uh, off mid-sentence, why don't you? No, but uh, I will, for a few more minutes, field any other questions and kind of wrap up. We didn't want to uh, rush everybody off because Angie had to go. Uh, but we will. Um, I will write down that affirmation. And I'll also give you that the the prayer to connect that we use at fellowships, we'll get that over to them too, so they can post it. And then uh, Kylie was saying she had a mind altering experience when she saw a sentient being transformed as crystals. It was fluidy. And this is right up your alley, Casey. I can already tell mm -hmm. uh, colors I've, I've never seen. And the energy was so loving. I knew I was in a different dimension, completely threw me off. It was amazing experience and pushed me more on my spiritual path. That's beautiful. Thank you mm. for sharing that. A lot of the guides come through to Casey, like um, in ways like that. Yeah. Um, well, that, that could have been, it's like a lot of the star beings I connect with are, um, say that there's actually one particular kind of star being that comes through a lot and they are, their bodies are almost like these fluid complex geometric crystal looking like bodies. Um, so it may have been one of those beings that you were connecting with and yes, their energy is very um, powerful and very loving. Um, so it could have been, but there are so, you know, that's the thing is when we do learn to really start to connect and see spirit, um, and that way, uh, there is just so much beauty everywhere, everywhere on the planet. There is vast, like you said, it was a mind-altering, amazing experience that pushed you more on your spiritual path. That stuff is all around all the time. And when we open ourselves and allow ourselves to receive that, um, that can be your daily experience all the time to see that stuff. How amazing would that be? <laughs> An interesting question from Shirley. She wants to know why her grandma's hanging out with Casey. <laughs> well, you know, our, Casey's and my guides and spirit people have, uh, especially as we started doing some of this other work together, they've been having like a party in spirit. My guides are over there messing with them and vice versa. <laughs> yeah. And also for, for me, like um, spirit mm -hmm. people that have passed at a very young age that I'm, I don't have as conscious of remembering of, I find that our it's harder to pick up on those energies sometimes because they're with you all the time and you might be kind of like a fish in water like what's water i don't know it's everywhere you don't have a reference point uh, so it may just be the her letting us know that she's there because if she was with me i might not be as aware of the energy because she's with you know she's there all the time so uh, because it was with casey it got noticed and uh, that's mm -hmm. that's my interpretation of that. I don't really have an answer. That just is how I would um, how I look at it personally. <laughs> cool. And then Kylie just says yes, <laughs> yes I love <laughs> it. Yeah. And if if you're if you're interested, Kylie or anyone, 
is interested in learning more about that, um, reach out to me. I, I do one-on-one, -on -one, um, uh, like, uh, I do called spirit guide communication lessons. Um, so, uh, I'd love to teach people about that. That's a big, um, uh, <laughs> a big passion of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who says grandma was picking up your socks? <laughs> 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 okay. yeah, uh, there are socks back there. <laughs> Uh, I just uh, for anybody who's interested, a little bit later, ten o'clock today, or if you're watching this on the replay, you'll have to go fishing for it. But I am going to be doing a holistic highlights episode. Not nearly as fun of a topic, but we're going to be talking about vaccinations with Dr. K on the holistic highlights channel. And then tomorrow, we have Paul DeFranco on uh, access, accessing the Akashic records. We're going to have Ooh, him on at nine. Did and I know about tomorrow? That? No, you didn't. You just found out. <laughs> That's awesome. And so, um, uh, Franco, he's taught at Lilydale. Uh, he mm. teaches uh, hypnotherapy, past life regressions, accessing the Akashic records. So we're going to have him on tomorrow. Um, oh, that'll be cool. Be a fun little conversation. So awesome. Nice. A couple final comments. Uh, yes, I was at a Reiki retreat, sitting around a group of women. No herbs, just shifted to that experience. Yeah, so, you don't. You don't need to take don't. anything to experience incredible beauty and powerful so much fun to okay you're right. <laughs> <laughs> she says okay thank you yes cool. any cool. final thoughts uh, you know if this if this stuff uh interests you don't be intimidated i had someone reach out to me and say i gave them a reading and that when they heard the being that came through i think it was a goddess that came through for them they were like intimidated to even ask a question um uh, and just know that um you know uh spirits here to help us they want to see us grow and uh, maybe maybe you're not really afraid to get into it maybe that like kank says it's more of a um you're feeling excited and ready because you know there is a sense oh, of i got the meme for it <laughs> <laughs> feeling there's, excited and ready there's just this you know you, we get we get the feeling intuitively that there's an infinite uh, amount of experience out there for us. And uh, that can feel a little overwhelming in the beginning, uh, but just, you know, but don't let that stop you from experiencing the vast beauty of spirit. You know, just start, start asking questions, start connecting, reach out to someone, take a class or whatever. I can guarantee you that if you really are open and, and, and really proceed with like an open mind and heart and just really allow yourself to receive the experiences, learning to connect, communicate with spirit, all of this, uh, is going to be one of the coolest things you've ever done. So uh, I recommend it for anyone. <laughs> and, and for mine, uh, one, remember Angie's website. Uh, check that out. And she has a class tomorrow. So please, if you are uh, looking for another experience and to see Angie in action, well, one, you can go back to previous live streams we've done. Uh, Angie and I did public message work uh, a couple Mondays ago. We were just uh, brought someone on screen with us and just gave messages. So it was a lot of fun. But you can see kind of how she works on one of those. And she's going to be doing the class tomorrow at 6 o'clock at uh, virtually holistic health and healing it's a zoom room so you can sign up and then you get the link to uh, participate in that and i was going to do the same thing with casey i was going to do fear so um i, I gotta <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with another acronym of fear forgetting every available resource you have all these spirit people you have your gatekeeper in spiritualism you have from your yanapak yamaru you have all this wonderful connection and spirit that's going to make sure that nothing comes through that you don't have a tool to handle and if you think you can't handle it then i'm wondering if you maybe haven't asked a question, who could I engage here to help with this? And to make sure that you're co-creating with the universe rather with the universe rather than trying to create against the universe, I guess is a way to look at it. <laughs> so cool. Thank you everybody for 
coming through today and um coming through you're coming through today uh, that would be like trying to like click where i need to get to the outro right so but thank you for being on with us please if you haven't already uh, take a moment subscribe to the youtube channel it definitely helps us out and if you are going to go back and watch the full thing on a replay if you're on facebook please start a watch party that would definitely help us out spread the awareness of our channel and uh help angie out to let people know about what she does and all the wonderful events that we're doing so thank you all yes thank you thank you thank you a nike a nike a nike